Matthew 25, 31-46 through 46, The Judgment of the Nations When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him and He will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And He will put the sheep at His right hand and the goats at the left. Then the King will say to those at His right hand, Come, you that are blessed by My Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal flame, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. I am Reverend Sarah Slack, one of the pastors of First United Methodist Church in Maryville, Tennessee. When I was a young preacher, this text was one of my favorites. It said exactly what I thought Christians should do. Feed the hungry, offer water to the thirsty, welcome the stranger, clothe the naked, take care of the sick, and visit those in prison. But as a young preacher, I would stop the scripture lesson when I was preaching with verse 40. The people asked, When did we see you hungry? thirsty, sick, and in prison. And verse 40 says, And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. I would end the passage there because that feels good. If we do these things, we do them to and for Jesus. And of course we want to serve Jesus. And of course, if we ever saw him hungry or thirsty or naked or sick or in prison, we would help him. Of course we would. But the passage doesn't end there. And now, after more than 20 years of preaching, I know that we cannot leave the part out where we leave the people out. Beginning at verse 42, it says, For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. And the people will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? You see, they're just like we are, because if they had seen Jesus, of course they would have served him. Of course they would have never neglected Jesus. They were followers of Jesus. But he says, when you neglect to do for others, you neglect to do for me. And here's why we don't want to read that part. We all neglect to do for the least of these at some point. 
Sometimes we're busy. Often we're not paying attention. We're focused on something else and we keep on going. There will always be times when we haven't done something for someone else, when we haven't done for Jesus. There will always be times when we haven't done what we're supposed to do, what we are called to do. And we don't like these verses at the end of Matthew 25 because we're afraid that what we've done won't be enough for what we've left undone. But what I know after all of these years is there is assurance in what we have done. We find this in the letter to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. For God is not unjust. He will not overlook your work and the love that you showed for his sake in serving the saints as you still do. And so we all must take every day to try to serve God, to take care of Jesus by caring for and loving others. And every day we have an opportunity to do good. And every day we will probably neglect someone. But each day we are called to try again so that ultimately we might be called blessed by Jesus. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, every day when we wake, you give us a new opportunity to love you and to serve others. Open our eyes to the places where we might see Jesus in the hungry and the thirsty, in the sick and those in prison, in the lonely, in the neglected. Help us not only to see them, but to find a way to care for them as we would care for Jesus. Of course we would. If he was in prison, if he was hungry, if he was thirsty. And then, gracious God, help us to see that the things that we do for you will not ever be forgotten. And so that when we neglect to do for you, for Jesus, that you give us another chance to wake up the next day to try to do better as we follow you all the days of our lives. In the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.